Hello and welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes and we got our live show at the Sonora Comic Con today. All kinds of fun stuff that we had. We had about three main interviews going on. We had Sexy Zombie coming back again. Well, it's the full band this time. Then we had the Bedheads, who had awesome, like, 90s-style, you know, sort of Nirvana, Soundgarden, grunge rock, but all modern, tons of original stuff. They were really cool, too. You'll be able to check out their tunes at the end of their episode. And then also we had Grover Anderson, who was in a really cool band as well, with all kinds of kind of folky, I guess sort of folk rock is what I would say it's kind of like. But the downfall was, is that about all of eight minutes into his interview and show of his band and everybody there... Well, the next band set up in like under 10 minutes, like record timing, so they kind of overwhelmed us, so that episode had to be kind of cut short, so it's there at the end of the episode today, but yeah, we might have to just get him on again and with the rest of the band and do another interview that it's not so lost in the sea of sound waves taking over everything, but other than that though, there were some other fun people that came by and just kind of, we were out there and they stopped on by and said hello. We had Allison, who was kind of the Lady Deadpool on there. So she stopped by, talked for a bit, and then we ran to like old alumni members of Old Man Orange, like Dex Doherty, who once again, he was on the Zelda retrospect of Thomas Jaquetta. So it all starts wrapping around. But yeah, a real cool turnout, real good time. So let's jump in. Let's see what it was like. Welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. I'm Ryan Dunnigan. And we're here at the Sonora Comic Con 2017. First time ever. Yeah, pretty good so far. We already got one interview in. Uh, unfortunately, we're not sure we're going to get all the bands because we're right by the stage. It's kind of like while they're setting up. But hopefully we'll get some of the other bands in. Yeah, it's like a timely process. So we just thought, we're like, well, we'll just podcast anyways and just kind of see where things go. Yeah, it's a pretty big turnout because this is way bigger than I thought this thing would be. Not that I thought it would be like bad, like small or bad or anything, but just so many people came out for this thing. Well, the fairgrounds in Sonora has always been kind of a big event place anyway. So, I mean, I guess, here's the thing. If the Comic-Con was not at the fairgrounds, it might not have been nearly as big. Like if it was like some like parking lot kind of mm-hmm. thing, like a flea market almost, you know, it might have been, oh, 10 booths or something like that. But no, it's two buildings full of all kinds of stuff. One that makes me happy, I saw a five-year-old kid... Dressed like the main guy from Attack on Titan. Yeah. Let's hope for the next generation right there. There's a lot of hope there. Well, the cool thing, too, is you get all age ranges here. Just everybody dressed up, people really enjoying things. I mean, I've seen people that don't even feel like comic book people that I've run into. And they're here. It looks like they're having a good time. Just checking it out, seeing what it's all about. Plus, what was smart about it is they put a band right out front. So if, if, if if you came here, found out comics weren't your thing, go right out back outside, get a free concert. Which I think is cool, because... I don't ever see a band at any of these cons, you know, none of them. I mean, they might have, like, those ballroom dancing thing at night where they like, the costume, like, dance, which I've always just kind of wondered what that's about, but. That's pretty cool so far. I'm looking forward to check out the rest of it, seeing the bands. we got Sexy Zombie coming on later, hopefully. Yeah, we're going to have Sexy Zombie, which is going to be sweet. That's actually coming up next. Hopefully we'll have Bedheads, the Bedhead on, uh, who just played. They were kind of like this... This bunch, of, bunch of really young guys, really talented, like this 90s like grunge rock, kind of very Nirvana-inspired. And I think they're going to hopefully fade in once they pack up to our show, so we'll just yeah. kind of talk we'll just, away until we'll then. We'll just wave them on over, you know, or just talk to whoever comes by, you know, just give you that like, little combat, like, get over here, you know, just come. <laughs> yeah, just bring them on over like that. Just talk to whoever comes by or something. But yeah. No, but some of the people, some people went all the way out of the, out of the way with the costumes. There's a dude for, or here earlier dressed all out like Beastmaster. 
Oh, yeah, I saw that yeah, one, too. That one. With the guy that's in, like, the full T-Rex suit that looks really uncomfortable. Yeah. I haven't seen that guy around. It's hot. He must have got rid of that thing. Hello. How's it Hello, going? How's it going? Hi. Yeah, yeah, take a look at it. We, we really didn't draw awesome. that one, but we really, bought that one. Really awesome prints. Dude's right in there in this building on the right-hand side when you walk in. Corner. Yeah, I know. Sometimes they get kind of hidden amongst other things. I'm actually I got his card on me since so people just don't know what I'm talking about. So let's see. What's nope, his name? That's a Bart card. Uh, <laughs> what is his name? What Dude's kind of card name do you have? Is Logan four thousand at Gmail. Logan. Oh, I'm sorry. Lopan. Lopan four thousand. So yeah, Lopan four thousand. He has a Twitch. He has a Facebook. Graphic design paintings. He was actually full on just painting stuff when I looked in there. He had like. Yeah, this really cool. Look at it. It's Dex. Hey, Dex. An old man orange alumni. He's been on a couple episodes before. You're on the Zelda episode. Now he's all banged out. You want to talk a bit, Dex? I guess. What are you talking about? Would you like a microphone? <laughs> Miss Deadpool? Yeah, here. Take a picture. Give me a there you go. No, no, give her the good microphone. Right. Give, give, there's a red one. Yeah, don't, don't. No, that one's a good one. Those are all my are, new the ones. The red that I microphone yes. matches That's the Deadpool outfit. The one I have is a good one because yeah. I have the good one. Well, he's got well, a good one too. Well, thank you, thank you. I got yeah. four new mics and two older ones that are just there for like if there's enough people. I know a few mics myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I keep this one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's corded, so I don't know how far you're gonna get. As far as I like it, yeah. <laughs> so we got we got Bane and Lady Deadpool on the show that just kind of walked on up. Yep. Yep. And Dex, oh, he was hot, on our... Man. Dude, it's really hot out. Oh, yeah. And Poison yeah. Ivy as well. Yeah, Poison Ivy. The cutest Hello. the cutest Poison Ivy of the She's day. She's adorable. I love her. <laughs> yeah. So, Dex, what have you been up to? Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, lost my job, dude. You oh, lost your job? Yeah. I was a dealer at, dealer at Black Goat. Is that a good or bad thing that you lost it? Uh, bad. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was like there was something better coming along the way or anything like well, that. Well, your your dress is Bane, so you're ready to bring on the uprising. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe negotiate that, some pricing for like people now take that down I have all this free time. Here. I think I'm just gonna yeah get the revolution going. You could sit. That's a uh, that's basically a Spider-Man hammock if you want to chill on that. If you feel like. I was it, staring at it like the hell. It's almost this? like too comfortable, but it's worth sitting let's in. See, yeah. Let's see. If you if your you gun might get cut. If you have a, if you have, if you smoke a joint while you sit in that thing, you will fall asleep. No way around that. Well, if you do about anything in that thing, you'll fall asleep. Yeah. Like, but anyway, what if you try to go to sleep in it, will you, will you guys can take a seat too if you effect? want. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, we're on our way out. We got to head up with some friends, but all right. Well, it's good seeing you, Dex. I love your face too, no, even though it's is... covered being covered by that mask. I love your face too. It's wonderful. But how else am I gonna exist oh without pumping it's, venom? It's in super me. comfortable. Yeah. I sunk the crap Don't worry, man. You'll find a way. You'll find a way. I love you guys. Seriously. Love you too, man. Love you too, Dex. I'm so proud of you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank man. you, Dex. Oh, yeah, we no need problem. that every once in a while. You do. Everybody does. Exactly. Will All you right. take care, Dex? Seriously. Guys. Take care, man. I love you guys. See you later. Right. Nice to meet you too. Right. Flashback, just a reminder. Dex from the Zelda special we did from yeah, we'll gosh, four Canada. years ago. If you listen to the last podcast with Redshift Pilots, it all relates to that. All comes back full circle. So, Miss, what's your name? Uh, my name is Alison. Uh, I go by check, Dead Purple check. Seven because that's how people can find me and mm-hmm. tag me and all that fun stuff when check, I come to these check. things. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? What y'all doing here? Uh, we just do primarily comics, podcasts, animation when we can find the time to, uh, and we're just here, just interviewing people, interviewing the bands, just talking, saying what's up. That look cool. You guys have gone inside or no? Yeah. yeah. Spent too much money, but uh, I'm all happy for it though. So. Yeah. I know I got this sick-ass unicorn necklace. You very know. fitting. Very there fitting. There you go. Yes. 
Oh, yes. Well, that's yeah. really what a Comic-Con is. It's just a place to go throw money at. You just walk down the aisle, and you just see things you like, and you throw money at it. And just for being a smaller Comic-Con, I think this is probably my favorite one I've been to so far. Yeah, this yeah. I'm really happy how it turned out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is the first one, so I knew it was either going to be not that much people or way too much people in a little room, and that's kind of what happened, but it was good, though. Yeah. Are you from Sonora? No. Um, I got a family member who lives in Twain Heart, so mm-hmm. I know the area, but not, you know, 100%, but I'm mainly from Modesto area. Okay, ah, okay. right on. So yeah. just yeah, for to check what this one's all about? Yeah, I was like, you know... Um, I travel a lot for my job, so um, I try to go to conventions in other places in California. Mm-hmm. And when I found out, you know, every time I find out there's one near Modesto, I have to go to it. Because yep. now they're starting to come up, and it's like, awesome, I don't have to go all the way to Escondido or something like that, you know? Yeah. Before it be one of those things you have to kind of go way out of, like, the closest one for a while seems like Sacramento yeah. for a while. And they started adding ones. There's Modesto Con and the Lodi Con and... All oh, kinds yeah. of different things like that. And I love it because it's not like over 10 bucks to get in. Because that was my thing, too. Yeah, I'm going far away, but I'm also, you know, spending a lot to get in and then a lot to get stuff. And it's like, you know, it's just, it's normal because that's, you know, you get what you come for. But then it's like, you know, it's refreshing to well, it's the, close. Bam. The Sacramento know. one almost seemed to be kind of like you got to pay like 40 bucks to get it's like in. like 50 bucks 50 to bucks. get in. Yeah, then it's just like, okay, now go spend more money, you know? We're here, it's like, it makes sense. Just like, oh, what? Seven, ten bucks? Okay, Yeah, whatever. you almost forget you spent $50 at the door, and then you're, like, spending another $50 next, like, at everybody's booth, yeah. so. I for real want to take this chair home. I don't Isn't blame you. Nice? Yeah, so I'm not hearing no, so I'm going to take it home. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> well, it's very Deadpool. It's very yeah. See, we really bring that chair to, like, everywhere because it seems like that's just, like, the conversation piece. This that's is a conversation perfect. piece or this Batman thing is a conversation piece, one or the other. Well, you have another one, so I can take this one. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're good. Call so, it payment for the last kit you did. Yeah. So do you always do cosplay whenever you go to any of the cons? I can't, you know, I hate to sound like su- such a hipster, but it's kind of true. I've been like, had a stupid ass crush on a uh, Deadpool since I was 13 and he was not popular. There was nothing. And I have no, I didn't have money. I didn't have skill to get someone to make me one. So I kind of waited till he was popular. Now the movie and I got a sick ass suit, you know, so, mm-hmm. but if I'm not doing, you know, like my own version of Deadpool, I just do like Star Wars stuff like, you know, Chewbacca or like a X-Wing pilot or something, but yeah. Well, I think if you're going to do Deadpool, you might as well kind of do your own version of it because you see so many just normal-looking oh, Deadpool. Yeah. So I think it's always cool when people put their own twist on it. Oh, yeah. A lot of people actually like that I, um, mm-hmm. well, people aren't looking, but I have a hat on instead of a mask, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so refreshing because, I don't know, I just don't like masks, you know? Mm-hmm. If When I talk, it's muffled, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, I can take this off because I got long-ass hair. It's hot. Yeah, then you get people like... Like, hey, Deadpool, like, oh, just got, got, got a nod and just kind of exactly. wave. Just got the mask. Yeah. Well, that too, and then, you know, when you have a mask on, that's cool for about a half an hour. And then you're like, you know, this is uncomfortable. I can barely see. It's hotter than hot, you well, know. Oh, yeah. well, one Halloween, I was black mask from Batman. It was like not plan B or C. It was plan like M. But it was just, I can make this happen. So I just threw that on, like, this was a mistake. Just walking around with the mask the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, like, I don't know who you are. I'm like, oh, it's Ryan. Okay. Yeah. I dressed up as Katana one time, and that mask got on my nerves. And it's only, you know, half face. I was like, oh, I can't do this. It was like for a party, you know. People couldn't understand me, couldn't eat or anything without, like, doing a whole extra stuff. So I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. So do you land more on Marvel or DC, or you love them both equally? Both equally, because like I said, you know, like, uh, Deadpool's my guy, but then like DC, obviously Batman, you cannot fight it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people I meet, they track like they don't like Batman. Yes, you do, don't you lie. Mm-hmm. 
But then I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a interesting person to go with Image Comics. I like Spawn. Like Spawn, Spawn. is pretty badass. You They're know? trying to bring Spawn back. I heard Todd McFarlane's actually trying to get an R-rated horror film made. I, I heard that, and I'm actually really excited for that. You know? Yeah. Because you know, I was really young. You know, when I watched the movie, it was good for me. But I hear I understand why people complained about it. You know, like yeah, okay, I understand that, but it's all we have for now. But if we're gonna get this new thing, that's gonna be kick ass. Mm-hmm. Yo, plus, like, I mean, I'll be honest, I actually still. Maybe if someone just dropped it on for me now, I don't know. But, um, well, no, I'd, I'd still like it. But, I mean, I remember growing up with that movie. I remember that movie felt so edgy. It's like, no, 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 no. He just turned into a motorcycle. You know? <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. It's got a nostalgic thing. I think that's what makes a Spawn movie. It's like, if you showed it to a kid nowadays, they probably wouldn't like it at all. But, I don't know, when that came out, I think it just I was the right age where it's like, oh, my gosh, this is the future right here. Oh, yeah. A PG-13 Spawn movie? And then it's rated R when it comes on VHS. There's no difference, though. I have no idea what the difference is. I don't either. Yeah, yeah but I really like the animated series they had the, on HBO, I think. The HBO uh-huh. one. That was really good. Like, that would really got me into the character. Like, the movie was cool. I was like, oh, that's badass, you know? But, like, I get into some debates about it, you know? Like, people are like, oh, no, it's kind of a Batman ripoff. It's like, no, nah, bro, it's not, you know? It's its own thing. But at the same time, I understand why you, you know, similarities. Mm-hmm. But the animated series was badass. They kind of did their own thing. Like, it's their own rated R thing to it, you know? Uh-huh. And, you know, you can get away with more animation, you know, like he's flying instead of, like, CGI or, like, puppeteering or something, you know? Well, yeah. Well my, well, my thing with animation is, I mean, I'm all fine with more darker adults R-rated animation. Uh, it just seems, because, like you said, you, you don't have to rely on a huge budget. I think that's why, like, the DC, even though they're usually PG-13, the animated DC movies are so good because... They can do whatever they want. They don't have to worry oh, about yeah. timing or scheduling for this actor or that actor. And, the, like, the post-effects, not a big deal, you know? But regarding Spawn for a second, um, there was... Uh, what was I going to say regarding Spawn? Did you get there? There was a director's cut of um, the first issue that came out, like, last week. I heard about that. I didn't read it. I heard about that. But I also heard that... Um, Something that McFarlane was trying to do. Isn't he trying to almost reboot the whole series, trying to start it up again? That's, I think there's a lot of reboots all over the damn place. You know, like it's like spilled milk, reboot, 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 mm-hmm. just going and like spreading to other like comics, you know, and stuff, which makes sense. You know, they're trying to get more people interested in it, which I love. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love it. You'd be more people to talk about it, get interested in them, show them the old stuff, but it's cool new stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So reboot might not be a horrible idea, but I just hope they execute it well. You know, yeah. because I'm not. You know, I'm gonna bring it up, but Fantastic Four, like that reboot was. So I was just saying it. Like maybe she'll say it for like, me. That's what I was like. You know, reboots are so awesome. Wait, no, let's slow down, slow down. Not you know. Well, I think it's just because they're they reboot it, but they reboot it in the wrong way. Like, what if we made it kind of like Interstellar? That could work. Just make it take place outside of the fucking Baxter building or a yeah. lab. You know? Well, the downfall to all those Fantastic Fours, they've done it three times, the, and then there's a sequel to the second part, but it's practically the same story every single time they do the Fantastic Four ones. Like, dude, pick something different. Don't reboot the exact same story over and over <laughs> for the movies. Exactly. You know, the 94 movie is pretty much the same as the 2002 movie, and it's the same as, like, the one that came out a year or two ago. They're almost remakes slash reboots. Yeah, that's what point. they really are. They're not really reboots. They're almost remakes that are slightly different. Mm-hmm. Slightly. Yeah. Really, the only one that's different is the sequel to the first one, the Silver Surfer one, just because... Everybody's been, favorite. <laughs> yeah, everybody's favorite, but it, you got to give it credit. It's not the same as the other three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the bar's not that high, but, I mean, really, I think about that probably is the best one, because Lawrence Fishburne is Silver, Silver Surfer, so, you know. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's yeah. unfortunately so that's cool. not enough to save it. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, look at guy coming in. 
So we got the bedheads coming in. You're still you're welcome to stay and join the conversation if you like it. Uh, so yeah, Here, take have a microphone. This is as far as I can reach. Ooh, I'll move my gun. Then you just gotta flip that. that bad boy on. I don't think it's in the way at all. The guns. Yeah. Well, I have my own chair now. I'm sorry. Is it bedhead or the bedheads? Just bedheads, like bitch. Gotcha. Uh, who from? Who are you? From someone from Naruto? Who are you? Uh, here, flip the little switch right there. I think he's on. Oh, yeah. He's on. That's You're on. good. Oh, you just gotta talk on. close. Okay. Can you see it? I think it's actually off. Is that on? No, it's on. Hello? It's just because. Whoa. Yeah, that one's definitely not on. Hello, hello, hello. No, it's on. You just gotta talk close to it because it has a one fourth jack instead of an like, XLR. Make out. With it. Okay. Make out. Uh. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm Sasuke. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. And your real names? No, my mind's Day Bradley. Elmer huh. Gonzalez. Elmer like the glue. All right. Well, we just saw your set, and it was really cool. I was like, the first thing I saw, I was like, oh, they kind of look like a Nirvana band. I'm like, and yeah. they start playing, like, oh my god, they're playing grunge rock music, and it's all modern. I'm like, that's badass. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. I heard a little you guys opening with White Stripes, and I was sort of like, oh, I'm gonna like this. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love White Stripes and Nirvana and Weezer and yeah. Radiohead. <laughs> How long have you guys been playing for? Um. We've been playing for about like two, two years. Two years, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we just, like, uh, I started playing drums whenever we made the band, so pretty much two years. Yeah, we started the band, and we were like, well, we're going to learn how to play our parts, and then we're going <laughs> to... Uh, you're from Turlock, right? Did I hear that yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Small town, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's we- like not what it is. Like, everybody knows each other, even yeah. though it's actually kind of big now. So was it, uh, you guys, band coming together, what's it like... You guys already knew each other and just said, hey, let's try a band out? Or did you all just, is the band how you all met? Well, pretty much, uh, I uh, I transferred schools. I went, to, uh, I transferred to Pittman, Pittman High. And then I got sat next to this guy right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my photography and, class. Um, I, I just asked him, you know, like, do you like music or whatever? And then I ended up going over to his house. and Because I, I said he had a drum, drum set. set. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx! Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I saw that he had a drum set. I was like, dude, I've always wanted to play drums, man. And... Oh, here I they got are. on there, and he was like, dude, you're actually pretty good, man. You're catching on. And we just started jamming from <laughs> there, and we did, like, a show once. Uh, we did, like, an open uh, mic type of thing. Yeah. And uh, somebody came up to us, and they're like, do you want to be, like, on the radio? Like, uh, like there's, like, this uh, radio station called KCSS. Uh-huh. And uh, we didn't have anything at the time, and we are just like, what the hell? You know, like, we don't have, like... Nothing recorded at all. You know, this is our first time performing or whatever. Oh, yeah. And we kind of thought, you know, that we should just keep doing it. And, you know, I started, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I, I was like, you started, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how many albums do you guys have so far? Or just uh, how many songs, I guess? A lot. We kind of like, we just put out everything. We recorded <laughs> ourselves at home most of the time. But I don't know. It's kind of. If you go on our band camp, there's just a bunch of random like recordings with studios and different people and little EPs yeah. and albums. We haven't really recorded anything that's like super like official like our first album. We kind of yeah. just released like a live studio album and like seven different EPs after that. Mm-hmm. And we're working on something right now that's like more professional and it's like a real professional EP. Well, I was digging uh, when I was hearing out here, you know. Yeah. yeah I got. Go ahead, man. I was like, how old are you guys? I'm 18. 18? Uh, I just turned 20. <laughs> just turned 20? Okay. Uh, like last... I was like, oh my God, these guys are real week. talented for being... I'm like, they had to be somewhat younger. Getting Definitely a lot more younger done than, than I did at that age. Uh, 
Yeah, let's be honest. They look like babies. Yeah. Oh, no, we look like babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, know, so I was about to say, they, you got to look 16 or something. Yeah, yeah I always get that. It's crazy. I'm just like, oh, no, I'm actually 20. So it's okay. <laughs> it's I have really a kid on makeup right now. That's why people know I'm like 20. But when I don't, I look like a 12-year-old. So I get you. What's your name, bro? You want? My name is Kai. Hey, Kai. How you doing? Really good. Who are you dressed you as? You want a microphone? Oh, cool. He's, he's dressed up as Itachi. Homer's, uh, Homer's like, I'm going to kill you. My brother in the show. The show. My, my only I'm goal gonna is honest, to I'm going to be honest. I'm more of, I've always been more of a cowboy bebop guy. I know of Naruto. Yes. I, just knew, I just saw the band. I recognize them. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Leaf Village. Yeah. I'm the traitor. You're the traitor? You're the bad guy? Yeah. Well, you're, if you're the Judas, it makes sense you're sitting at that end of the table. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, yeah, you get on your side. Well, I believe I'm Catholic. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I've got a pin on me. Sorry. Pin. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But you're welcome, though, you know. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, we yeah. were here talking about Spawn over here with Lady Deadpool. You guys ever watch <laughs> any of that or read any of that? Uh, no. More, no. More anime <laughs> over comics? We've, we've heard yeah, of Spawn, much. but we don't. I. I don't know. My biological dad, he's always been into Spawn, so I know I know of it, but I've never gotten yeah. into it myself. There's I've a seen the movie, but I think there's a joke somewhere because Tom McFarlane, before he worked, before he created Spawn, he was big on. He was a big artist on uh, Amazing Spider-Man, and I think mm-hmm. he was one of the co-creators of Venom, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Um, he was the I creator. I don't or, think nope. so on the Venom. He, part, he, he drew but, but Venom. He, he did draw Venom at one he point. He drew Venom. Yeah, yeah. Well. There's like a picture of like Spidey like all twisted, and then there's the chains everywhere. That one really famous picture that said, "That's what inspired Spawn." That oh, little yeah. joke, yeah. Well, he said oh, he man. had Spawn since he was 16. I just read that director's cut comic, mm-hmm. and that's what he said. He's like, "I had this idea for since I was like really young." Mm. The one thing about Tom I think McFarlane, was, I, think was, I think it was, I think it was like a Greg Capullo said that joke or something like that. But yeah, might have been. Yeah. But the one thing I'm kind of like, whenever I look at Tom McFarlane's artwork. He's like the kind of guy, he's almost like, he's almost so good, it's like almost not inspiring because you look at that, you're like, why even bother? Why even yeah. start drawing? It's, it's never going like to work Alex out. Grant, kind of. <laughs> yeah, or like, you know, like a Jim Lee, that's the other one, too. Mm-hmm. We get the same thing with music, too. Like, when we, it's almost like that when we listen to our inspiration, it's almost, it's like inspiring, but at the same time, it's like, well, shit. <laughs> what are some of those bands for you? Um, Nirvana. Nirvana. Uh, for me, it might, might be a little bit different than... Elmer, but for me, it's like Nirvana, Jeff Buckley, Coldplay, Gorillaz, Weezer. Gorillaz. What'd you guys Gorillaz. think of the new Gorillaz album? Uh, I've listened to a couple songs on it. I think it's, I don't know, it It technically does have that same old Gorillaz sound, but it's more political, I think. Definitely, yeah. Definitely it has a lot political. of the Black Lives Matter kind of stuff going on in there. Yeah. yeah. And I like it. I, I think it has some good points. It was a really good one. I think the Mavis Staple song is probably my favorite one on there. Yeah. yeah. I think it's one of those ones, like like most Gorillaz albums, they just get better the more and more you listen to them. Like at yeah. first you listen, you're like, that's good, but you don't really think much of it, but you yeah. gotta let it sink in. It has, and to roll grow around. On, it has to like grow on you. you. Listen to it a couple times and you start to realize how it is and you like it. Yeah. Did you listen to the new Gorillaz album at all? I've only listened to one song because, uh-huh. uh, and I thought it was pretty badass. I liked it. And it's and I totally agree. You have to keep listening over and over again. But for my work, like either whatever I'm doing, it's always today's hits music on. So I don't get to listen to all the cool crap on right now. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm like over and done with Bruno Mars. Like that's how it is. Like the only music I ever listened to recently. Well, what do you think about that new Bruno Mars album? <laughs> Uh, no, the newest one. I thought it was kind of rapey. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing. And I'm like, boy, he's really full of himself. I'm not going to lie. It's catchy as hell. Like, oh, my God. I don't mean to sing it. I don't mean to dance to it. But it's happening, you know. But 
catchy song. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying it's bad. I actually think it is pretty good. Oh, but yeah, it is yeah. kind of like weird. Like all the songs about like, I'm gonna take you back to my room. I'm gonna give you some <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> if I let things happen, I'm gonna t- throw all my money on you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I I missed that one, so yeah. I like, what I've heard of Bruno Mars is really good. But Some, sometimes Spotify, you just fall down like far, far yeah. rabbit holes of all sorts of stuff, and the next thing you know, you don't know what you're listening to anymore. Well, because I mean, I'm not not to throw you under the bus, because your job, you're currently a DJ. Your job, so I got to get caught up on what the kids are listening to. And I heard you say something I never thought I heard you say. You know what? The new Miley Cyrus album isn't as good as the older one. <laughs> yeah, I got to the point where I could go. You know, I like this Miley Cyrus album pretty well, but. I, there was that weird album in between. I'm not too sure. Somebody never thought I'd hear you say, I but um, you know, I didn't think I was getting that point where I'm like, "Hey, here I am. What am I listening to while I'm drunk? I'm listening to Justin Bieber. Didn't expect that to oh, happen. God. I, I, I <laughs> had to know what the kids were into. You guys are peeing on the Biebs. <laughs> uh, yeah, same here. I don't know if I should say anything. <laughs> I shouldn't say anything. Yeah. about it. I like. We, we have a friend. His name's Buddy. And we were talking about Justin Bieber. He's like, dude, I don't know what you guys are talking about. He's like, I would kill to be Justin Bieber. He's like, dude, he's got the abs. He's got the hair. He's got the money. It's like, dude, he's got the perfect life. A little, like, cross tattoo (laughs) right under his eye. Yeah. Well, I thought it was just kind of funny. Well, we just got joined here by Poison Ivy. Hello. Hello. Mm -hmm. Got Poison Ivy going here. Yeah. Well, is your first con right here? How many cons have you been to before? Fuel Hauser it. Yeah, I've been to one in LA, and then I've been to one up in San Jose, but never have I been one here before. Oh, which ones? Which one? Yeah, which one? Which one in LA? Which one in San Jose? San Jose, it's at the convention center downtown. I don't know if you've been there. The Silicon Valley? Yeah. I knew I knew you. I was looking at her like she's cute, but I think I know her. Yeah, they also have anime ones there, too. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, you I was about to say, familiar. Yeah, I'm all about no, Yes. You look cute today, too. Thank you. Uh, Got to look under the... Yeah, you look cute. <laughs> see, it's funny how that's kind of has, you know, you go to enough cons and stuff, and you're like, oh, I'm starting to see people I recognize, even if we're not even from the same town, oh, just because yeah. it's something about kind of comic books and anything of this kind of culture. It's like you travel for this, you know what I mean? Like, you'll go yeah. out of your way. You'll yeah. drive four hours to go to an event, if not even farther sometimes. That's just, really true. Yeah. I mean, it's that old-fashioned comic book thing, and it's like, and I still do it this day and age. Like, we'll go somewhere, and it's like, you just look up where the comic book stores are, and you just start driving around to go look for more retro video game stores or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So now, Garden, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, were you guys big Soundgarden fans at all? Um, they had, Well, it's kind of funny, because they had just been growing on me. I've been starting to get more into them, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, shit. Apparently, you know, that, that sucks. <laughs> I know. It's such a bummer because we were like huge Soundgarden, Audio Slave, and Chris Cornell's fans. Yeah. And just for him to pass away was, was just so sad. And I think it was just because it was so, like, he wasn't like he was old. Like, another big yeah. bummer is that Roger Moore passed away, like, only yeah. like, a couple days later. And that's my favorite 007. But right. then I thought about him, like, oh, he was 89 years old. That was bound to happen to And anymore. just like two days ago, Greg Allman. Yeah. You know, he's a little yeah. older. He was, he was, he's older. That makes a little more sense. He was like 69. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But it's it was like, just kind of one of those ones, like, when, when you're a certain age, it's like, okay, yeah, it's bound to happen. But when you're, like, in your 50s still, it's like, oh, yeah. it's, it ssucks. It sucks. It's like all these yeah, artists that we want to meet someday are just going here and there. And we're like, yeah, oh, God, we got to get to where we can meet them. I feel bad I passed out on missing, uh, on seeing um, Stone Tool Pilots. Oh. Yeah. I know, that was oh, a dead one. But at least, at least you did get to see Eddie Vedder and Chris Cornell together. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was a good show. That was a good That's show. That's what transferred me over to Soundgarden and Stone Tool Pilots was pretty much... You know, going from Nirvana, and then I got more into Pearl Jam a lot. <laughs> yeah, I love Pearl Brought, Jam. Like, all their albums. Did you guys almost come together just kind of like, 
Oh, let's just jam and see what happens. Are you guys kind of going in like, let's make a uh, '90s band? Yeah, it was more like, I don't know. We he came over to hang out, and I like told him to play like the simple beat, and I was like, well, I know how to play "Say It Ain't So" by Weezer, so like, oh, yeah. yeah. We saw that recording. It's freaking yeah, cringy as hell. We have a super cringy oh recording like of us first playing, playing drums. Yeah. And then, like, at that, I'm just like, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I look back at it, and yeah, I'm just great. like, I'm shit. It okay. did sound pretty great. Yeah. Is, that, is that on your band, on your, uh, band camp or your Spotify or anything like that? It's like private on our YouTube. Yeah, it's like a private <laughs> video that I have. It's like, yeah, we, we don't even want anybody <laughs> else yeah, to see like, this. Let's not have super that. Super embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I remember, like, there was a long time where I wanted to start, like, an 80s band, but it was so hard to find people that wanted to play that type of music, you know, because everybody was yeah. into, like, the screamo at the time. That was, yeah. that was the end thing. It's so trying to find that was difficult. <laughs> so it's cool that you guys are able to find each other to find, yeah. like, hey, let's play 90s music, and everybody's down for it. And it wasn't, it wasn't really like, oh, let's, let's play 90s music. It was like our influences, like, kind of just... Made that. Yeah, yeah, seriously, you know, it's, it's like, crazy. It hasn't really been a goal, but... It's just kind of come out like that, <laughs> and I'm glad. Like my, some all my favorite bands are from the '90s, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's but yeah. It's, it's like we still don't really. I don't know. I don't know exactly what to say. It's just like we don't like try to, but it just kind of comes out of us like that. Like kind of ending up sounding like a really throwback, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more like a really natural cool. process. That's yeah. what it sounds like. But no, I think that's really cool, though. I think that yeah. that makes me super excited. Like, when I heard that, I was like, dude, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're doing 90s grunge rock style, mm-hmm. but with, you know, modern songs. Because that's right. something that's kind of like, a lot of my favorite genres, I love, like, those modern hair metal bands, I kind of call them. Oh, yeah. A lot of them kind of came out of Sweden, but, you know, in about the mid-2000s to now. And it goes all the way up with, like, Bane's Agenda, and you got Steel Panther and all these oh, guys yeah. doing cool stuff. But, like, by taking their big influences from all this music now they're making like even better versions almost <laughs> yeah. because they can absorb every band and now yeah. still create new yeah. stuff mm-hmm. so do you guys have any upcoming shows um, um well we did but there's been a lot of um places that we used to play they've been closing down there's only like two places left to play in Modesto right now mm-hmm. we had shows lined up at our favorite spot, the Shire, but it closed down recently. They can't reopen until they get a new spot Shire to open space. up in. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys have a really awesome sound. I'm sure people will find you. You know. Yeah. Just I check out our Facebook. At the huh. Stanislaus County Fair. Yeah, we will be playing uh, at the fair. July 20th. Yeah, July 20th, I believe. Yeah. Oh, cool. And where was that going to be at? Uh, Turlock. In Turlock, okay. Sorry, the guitar solo in the background kind of went over at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) So is there any, like, things you guys want to plug? Anything everybody wants to plug before we uh, close this one out? Um, Sounds like these guys are going to start up pretty soon here. Yeah. I just want to say one thing. Punk rock is freedom. That's it. (laughs) Punk rock's freedom. There you go. What I want to say is I... I (laughs) Yeah, we have a Facebook and Instagram and SoundCloud... And a band camp. You can find us there. Uh, just bedheads. Just type in bedheads. Not the bedheads. Just YouTube. Bedheads. So it's bedheads, not the bedheads. Nope. Okay, good. Because I'll probably put that up wrong like I always do. Like I was, yeah, I'll I put like one nice. wrong space or I'll call a band. so much. Oh, I'm just saying that happens so much. Don't worry about it. Like we, oh, we'll, have, we'll have official posters and it says the bedheads and we're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. That's right. It's fine. Close enough. It was like the bedheads and we're like, no, yeah, yeah. we're not a the okay. band. Any closing statements for you? Not really. 
early for today besides like I hope everything goes fun for the rest of the day for everybody. Mm. Okay, I didn't catch all that, but uh, what was it? Ah, you, I just sneezed. But thank you. <laughs> <All right>. Ew. <laughs> What's up, Sasuke? You're right next to me. You're going to get me sick. Yeah, I got Lady Deadpool right Ooh. now. There's one thing I wanted to say. There's a couple modern bands that I still really dig that I think are still doing it right, which is Cage the Elephant and Arctic Monkeys. Oh, Cage the Elephant's one of my favorite bands. Yeah, I, I think they, mine too. that band is just really cool for a modern nice band. Yeah, Their albums are always so different from each and other. They, they have a lot of throwback too, like from classic rock to Take like guys. 50s. Like they have a lot of. Casey Elephant's one of my favorite throwback. ones going out right now. Yeah. yeah, I like though how their first album's so angry and so like almost like punk rock, and then it's almost yeah. like by the second one, like oh we got money, oh life's good now, why be angry anymore? <laughs> yeah, their second yeah. album is way more happier. I just want to say I did not hear a word of what she said to me when I gave her the microphone. So I could tell. What? I, could t- I saw your face you're like what did you say <laughs> so she yeah. could have just said you could all burn and die like okay i'm sorry to hear hey, you but you have a good you. show thanks for coming on so hopefully yeah. i didn't say another piss her off but I've always uh-huh. die. she's a good cosplayer though so you know. yeah yeah anyway uh, anything you'd like to plug uh i don't know I, yeah i got a facebook well not yet a facebook instagram twitter all that stuff y'all can follow me I uh, drive for Lyft, so I have like a Lyft code. If y'all want to use it? I'll just give you guys my card. Awesome, cool, cool. Yeah, pass the card, and then I can. Oh, is, a, is that you as a rebel pilot? Oh, yes. that's sweet. Yeah, I don't only do Deadpool. I do Wait, that's in Sacramento too. No, that's in. No, it's uh, Modesto. You're yeah, right. Yeah, there was the Star the Gallo Wars thing Center. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't want to say one con. I saw like a. Dude, that's a cool way to do like a little business card. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, I like that's that. Cool. Yeah, easy to remember. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. Little yeah. Foo Fire is another good one too. See, I'm glad you like all these kind of bands because sometimes there's like certain younger people that I meet all the time, and it's like I don't know how retro they are anymore. It's like retro was really cool, and we, I mean, maybe it was just us, but like when we were, you know, in the 90s kids and like early 2000s, it was really cool to like a lot of 70s and 80s things. So, but I notice a lot of kids nowadays are like straight, like, oh, we don't go back. Like, I don't play in 64, I don't go any farther back than like PlayStation 2. Dude, that's crazy. And I'm like, what? I guess PlayStation 2 is the new NES. It is, I guess. I play my NES, dude. Yeah. Super Mario. There you go. It's a cliche game to play on NES, but I still enjoy it. This is actually really damn hard to get out of. You you got to sort of bounce. If you bounce, you can launch yourself out. Like a a bouncy house, kind of. Well, I still want to take this home, though. On the real. It's hella comfortable. Just roll it away. <laughs> throw it away. I ain't gonna throw it away. I'll take it. Oh, away. roll it away. Roll it away. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for having me on, Thank guys. Thank you so much well, for coming for on the show. Bye. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. I'm shaking you your hand with my other hand because I'm stealing yeah. the chair. <laughs> we'll give one more <laughs> shout out before you take out. Take off. Tipped over. It finally tipped over the second you stood up. That was yeah. a bad. The umbrella didn't want you to take off, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, nope. Yeah. This all day. Well, sorry, people in umbrella. I'm taking off. All Dead right. Purple 7 out. Follow me, and I'll, I don't know. I give out prizes sometimes, so there we go. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on yeah. the show. Yeah, no worries. Have Good fun, time. guys. Nice cool, cool. You. Take care. Bye. Can I get one of those cards, well, by awesome. the way? I was kidding. Okay. You got, got to get all your guns now. Yeah. Can't have too many. America. Freedom guns. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. Canadian, eh? So if it's for nice. Canadian, then you know it's just for hunting. Booses and whatnot. Okay. Well, guys, sounds like they're getting ready to tune up here. So, one more time. Uh, bedheads. Yeah. 
Yeah. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Hey, whoa, 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 you're taking the chair. What are you doing? It's been cool. This, this is our, like... <laughs> yeah. No, not dragging away our chair. That's our set piece. That's all we have. That's our dignity. That's, you, you take that away, you take our soul. <laughs> I'll just wither. I'll just wither to nothing. <laughs> take care. Well, they're going to start. Cool. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. It's been chill. Awesome. No, well, yeah, we've, you know, that's that's a pop your podcast, we can intermingle your podcast, all our... I was just going to say that. Thank you for popping so, our cherry. Sorry. That's okay. We'll intermingle <laughs> all our media together and then ho- somehow, some way, we'll be able to share it amongst the masses. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Awesome. You guys take care. Cool, guys. Take care. Yeah. Thank you. And we got Sexy Zombie. He, he always has to make an entrance last. Yeah, that's it. He got here right at setup time today. Yeah. Like, exactly. right on the knuckle. Hey. I thought we were going to have to break down instead of set up. Yeah, if you, if you want, we can scoot like over a little bit so you're not in the sun. You want to scoot? Be, that'd be pretty You nice. sure? You say this now. <laughs> so that's why we're the sunshades. <laughs> we're going to have to swap here. Give, me, give it to the skinny guy. Okay. <laughs>
Of course, these are about all tangled. <laughs> I'm going to make some of these at home. I'm going to be asleep here in about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go, there we go, there we go. See you guys again. Yeah, same here, dude. Check, is your mic on? Just double check. Sure, sure, nope. There's a, little there's a switch on there. Click the... Oh, like there I we got, go. I got the beatbox microphone over here. Yeah. I'd try that, but that'd be embarrassing if I tried to do that. It wouldn't work at all. <laughs> you just end up kind of. I don't beatbox. I beefbox. <laughs> Champion beefboxer. Beefbox. Sideband. But we're here. But we're here with Sexy Zombie, and they just had their set here at the Sonora Comic Con, and it was totally badass. Thank you. Well, thank you. It was fun. It was a good time. You guys killed it up there. Still catching my breath. Yeah. <laughs> Bound to happen, I suppose. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was you know I think the Comic Con itself had a good turnout. You know we didn't have many people down by the stage, but well, about a dozen or so through most of the day. The bedheads they start out when they start out they didn't have anybody by the end of their set they had at least fifteen people out there. They had a good sound. Yeah, they had a really cool sound. Look at those impressed. guys. Look, there's Omar in, in over there. In case they can hear this, I want to apologize. I was not trying to aim smile. at the singer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not trying to like personally harm the singer when I said watch out. <laughs> He's listening to that. It wasn't intentional. <laughs> well, let's go down the list here, and you guys can all introduce yourself to everybody and then just say what you play and anything else you want. Uh, my name is Vile Stain, and I am the drummer slash guitar player slash bass player slash singer. These guys really don't do anything. They're robots. Robots. Hello. I programmed them. I am Robot Dave. That's not, that's not really true. Old DM. In another university. <laughs> I'm a deep member, a.k.a. Old DM. <laughs> I play the guitar strings and the vocal strings. Sound yeah. a little more creepy there. Remember? <laughs> oh, I'm Graven Minor. I've mastered the low end. Master at that bass. Master at how? Fingers around that low end. <laughs> and I make a wee welfares. I play the get fiddle. Get fiddle. The obnoxious one. The obnoxious and one, really? The one that has a temper. Yeah, he, well, he's the drama queen. <laughs> he's the unofficial woman in our band. We, we coax uh, him I, through I the day, though. To yeah. get ready. He's your old drag queen. <laughs> he likes to show up at the last second and, and then well, comb his hair. <laughs> Somebody's got to take the role, just saying. Somebody has to comb their hair 100 strokes a day. I mean, somebody has to. It is 100. I learned, I learned that from, Bra uh, from Marcia Brady. Marcia Brady, that's right. It's an important thing. There's skills like that in life. You don't learn them anywhere else but the TV. Exactly. And I'm still, I'm still hanging from the swing set bar trying to get taller. You know? Still not working. No. Don't even have half an inch yet. <laughs> well, not not in height. <laughs> Something else is stretching as I do that. Yeah, I thought we had a progress little by little. I thought we had a good set, guys. You know, I thought it was uh, oh, absolutely. absolutely. This is our first. This was our first show of the year, actually. Yep, and uh, we got to play a bunch of new stuff that uh, we've been working on and writing together, and you know, a bunch of new songs is is always nice and and fun because uh, when I came in, they had a bunch of awesome material already, so I get to take over for. You know, Dave Mann, the caveman, who had uh, other interests in mind at the time. So it's a really cool thing for me to come in and, and get to play with musicians that I, I love watching and playing with. Every time we'd be on bill with these guys, I'd be stoked. So well, when the opportunity came up, I said, hey, I'll sing. I, th <laughs> I thought they were going to flip me off and tell me, dude, you're foolish. Well, you know, one of us did, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, guy, this guy covers everything for us. He's, he played our first show with us. 
He did. Yeah. He covered. Filled <laughs> uh, um, in at, down in Modesto. Filthy couldn't make the show. The old bass player couldn't make the show, and I met these guys for about so our what, first show in twenty thirty minutes, and then we played a about forty minute set or something <laughs> like that. So we can't beat that. They now. said, "Well, we'll play." We had room on the bill for another band, and they said, "Well, you guys are here, so why don't you guys play?" I said, "Well, our bass player's not here, so we'll do it if Seth plays." And I said, "Okay." So I hopped up there and. History had, right there. Yeah, we had a good time. I, there, I didn't bring my drum kits. So we didn't even have our kit. instruments. There. Yeah, we didn't have our <laughs> instruments. Yeah, we'll, we'll give them some credit. I used to be in a band called Greasehound, uh, Rick Romero, and, and uh, we had a standing drummer at the time. Right. That's Ram, right. Ram, Ram. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah Ram in there. He, he had a funky setup on his kit, and I just remember <laughs> his hi-hat symbols are like six inches apart. I'm like, this just isn't going to work. <laughs> it's almost like they're crash symbols, like he's yeah. in a big band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we he, made do. like that. We may do. We didn't even have any. I had no idea what even what they sounded like at that point in time. So, but he had a lot of energy. It worked <laughs> out. It was awesome. <laughs> that's so, okay. Sometimes you got to be different. There that's why the I'm deep member is because if wherever they need me, you know, that's where yeah. that's where I get to. You feel the deep pockets. Yeah, <laughs> deep pockets. I like what you said. Like every captain needs a cabin boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Captain Echo. We will. Got to get done somehow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, somebody's got to clean up the he mess. Said, he said, "Swab the deck." <laughs> oh. Not you know, swab the poop deck. <laughs> I was like, I don't chew. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I was talking to you guys at the uh, the the show, the the Black Bomb Metal Fest. Uh, we're talking a little bit about Sexy Zombie and uh, having Seth come in with the new material. It's uh, like I said, Jason. I mean, Echoey, he, our, our character over there. I'll let, I'll let his human it's only identity when I'm in slip trouble a little that bit. I hear that name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's he's a riffer. I mean, you could hear him up there. We give him a lot of room to breathe on the new songs. He gets to just play some really killer solo stuff, which you don't hear in a lot of bands anymore. I mean, they'll do quick solo stuff like that, but like. Letting you know him jump out there and do it, and then like getting him and Seth in there on some of the melodies, harmonies they're playing on guitar is really cool too. I screwed up on Arachnophilia today. I jumped the gun on that, but these guys with their two guitars. That's our song about a, a girl who's in love with spiders. It's important. She'll let it crawl yeah. wherever, <laughs> wherever, in wherever. Yeah, Echo is uh, not a spider fan. <laughs> So we could say Spider-Man it's okay. is probably not his... Cabin his Boy shoe. has a big shoe. <laughs> he, was, he was actually when I was little. Yeah, then, then, he, then he caught, I caught him looking at me in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging upside down. He could peer through the window so slowly slide back up. So, so who's your new superhero now? Huh? Who's your new superhero now? I don't have any superhero. You, you don't have a go-to? No, it'd be a chick. It'd be pink. There you go. Pink well, is like a superhero. Like the pink ranger? What? Like the pink ranger? No, the pop star no, pink. No. Oh, oh, pink. Well, I, well, I heard superhero, so I kind of went to like, well, what's similar? <laughs> pink is kind of a superhero, though. She's pretty yeah, she badass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She is. <laughs> Look at him melt over there. She could save me. I got to She's always trying to get the party started, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what can you say? Just got to try, try, try. <laughs> but yeah, That's bringing Seth right? in with the new material has been really great because he has these songs and riffs that he's been playing for years and has it worked out with other bands. <laughs> Jesus. Ha- has or has not worked out with other bands just like with some of the stuff that uh, Echoey had when he brought in. You know, We just kind of reform it and do our own thing around it and have fun. Absolutely. And then uh, Miner just grabs our bottom end and fills it all up. Yeah, I basically just it's smoking mirrors <laughs> up there. It's, I'm faking it. <laughs> it's like the magician's work going on. We'll bring Pretty it around much. to Comic-Con. Pretty much. It's like... Um, Oh, what's his name for Spider-Man? Just drew a blank all of a sudden. Doctor Octavius? No, no, no. The guy who's the stunt man who does all the special effects. Oh, Mysterio. I, Mysterio. Oh, Mysterio. I, I had to correct myself there. 
Yeah. So I would have never known. See, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought, you know, we're at Comic-Con. We have to, like, tie it in somehow to Spider-Man. Link it in some way. That was just as El Bundy earlier, so. <laughs> my no ma'am shirt on, you know. <laughs> With That's the mask. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That National Organi- Organization of Men Against Amazonian Masterhood. <laughs> Just have to throw that out there. See, sometimes I think with Al Bundy, you almost have to go as the whole family so people get you. There's always those costumes <laughs> that need, like, the other people involved or else that you might not be noticed. Okay, so I, I don't, I'm not going to be the girl, am I? Well, there's two girls, so. <laughs> I thought we established that when you walked to the table. <laughs> if you guys had to be from Married with Children. 100 strokes, remember? 100 strokes today. <laughs> Keep that pretty hair pretty, baby. <laughs> if you guys were... If you guys were all going to cosplay as Married of Children, if he's Al Bundy, who's the rest of you then? Peggy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you got the Peggy. hair for Peggy. The red beard. <laughs> <laughs> the red hair. Yeah, he, he, you know, he feeds us all breadcrumbs from the bottom of the toaster and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Here's your payment. <laughs> yeah. That's what we get paid. We get paid in, you know, filth from around the house. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. You know, you never know what you're going to get. It's kind of like, yeah. you know, that gump saying, you know. <laughs> oh, look, at there goes balloons into space. Away. <laughs> Memorial Day is officially over. Balloons are gone. Yeah. Aww. It was a good weekend, though, for, uh, I think, for doing this uh, Comic-Con here. You know, Absolutely. it looked like it was a good success from what we were seeing. You know, we're just providing the music here for the community event, but it looked like a lot. I mean, the parking lot was full. We saw we saw a lot of people in costumes. It looked like people were having a good time. Yeah, a lot of cross traffic going by, just people walking back and forth, all kinds of things. And plus, I think it's like the right temperature, you know. Yeah, it's warm, but it's not, like, ridiculously hot yet. Yeah. We said this a little earlier, but it's it's like, I figured it'd be good, but it's like it had a much better turnout than just I assumed. Plus, there's a lot more people, a lot more boost than I thought there would be because yeah. I've been to like a bigger comic con than this, but I think this one was still better because it was just like the other ones. Like, well, we got a bunch of stuff, but all the stuff here is not as much of it. But it's like so much better than the other uh, Sacramento one that I've been to. So. Yeah, just a little more intimate, I think. Definitely, like like enough, you get like enough stuff to for you to check out and have a good time and spend a good couple hours at. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think the music was a good idea. I think that was just really what, you know, like... Uh, you know, Ziggy, he was putting this on, you know, he just he threw it at me, and he, he said, Sexy Zombie, you know, he wanted us to play for five hours. <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't <laughs> mind playing, but I knew we'd be basically playing for free. I did get sponsors, and because of that, we were able to put on the show, and I was able to get every musician paid today. So we're going to make a little bit of money, but... I was like, I don't want to play. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> he's like, that's it. I'm free. <laughs> Dang it, the, the words out. He know he knows he's gonna pay now. <laughs> well, that's um, a pack of schmooch. Well, yeah, we were able to to put this on and with you know relative ease here, and uh, I was able to just say, hey, you know, sexy zombie. You know, I'd, I'd like to do it, but I want to do four, four or five hours just sexy zombie kind of book other bands, and he was totally amenable to that idea. And, and like I said, got some local sponsors and did it. A guy hit me up today about doing a, the Turlock Haunted Weekend down there. Uh, yeah, well, I talked to that guy earlier, too. Yeah, yeah so uh, he, he seemed like way interested in that. Yeah, he dropped that by, so, he, so. he wants to add music to that because he thought it was a good idea. So. Amped yeah. Guild down in Turlock. Yeah, so uh, like Deep Memory, we've been talking about that. I think all of us have been talking, just like kind of finding a, a nice little niche for the band to, to fill and have fun in these Comic-Cons and... Uh, these nerd gasm events, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it might be fun little things to do. It just provides music. It's a little diff- different atmosphere. I mean, I've heard of comic cons where you go like to the after show, mm-hmm. anything, but nothing like really during the comic con. So yeah, yeah, and, and any of the kind of events I've seen, they never have just music playing. Yeah. You know, maybe there was certain special things there, but 
It wasn't like a common thing. Oh, hold on to the. F- uh, yeah, oh, yep. Down, we got this umbrella here that's kind of just teeter tottering. I almost flew away like Mary Poppins on this motherfucker <laughs> earlier. Yeah, this thing took off at us. <laughs> Mary Poppins, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Guardians. Bring it back to Marvel. Bring it back to Guardians. <laughs> yep. Is he cool? <laughs> Instant classic, man. And, and Echo, he hasn't seen the movie, so he doesn't know I, what I'm talking about. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> you still lost it? You haven't think, seen Guardians yet. You what have you been it, doing? Right? You saw it a couple days ago? Or, yeah. He sees enough spandex at home. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ever enough? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> spandex and fishnets. Right? Yeah, baby. Echoing specials. <laughs> Well, the cool thing here, too, is we got big, long sets for all the bands. That's what I kind of like, too. It wasn't just, like, your short half-an-hour ones, and then the next band comes on. It's like, oh, everybody got to play for, like, yeah. an hour plus. Yeah, it gets sustained hour, for that, yeah. for, for putting, that in, putting that into effect, because that's the most annoying thing from a band's perspective, to get up there just in time to pack back up. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, you get five songs in, and then next thing you know, you're like, oh, I spent way more time setting up and breaking down. I mean, that's- these guys, they, I mean, they got to play their full sets, like Bedheads and Bravo TK. They got to play their full sets and still had time to spare, you know? Yeah. Uh, so they weren't feeling rushed. Nobody was really rushed today um, as far as setting up, breaking down. You know, it's been a real laid back, casual day. It's worked out great for what, me. You know, if we had tried to book more bands and fill more time, it'd just be more equipment in and out and... I think it went fairly smooth and uh, with little breaks in between, about 20, 20 minutes between between the bands. And and, uh, and the bands, I think, appreciate that. I know we do. I, I think the other bands did, too, uh, um, that they got to, like uh, what Echo was saying, is like show up and you get to play two songs and you pack up and go. They got to actually kind of showcase their stuff. And in fact, I I think they showcased everything. They right. And then I, <laughs> I, uh, I opened the show acoustically and I, I played... I started, what, 15, 20 minutes before? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I ended up playing like almost an hour and a half by myself. I, know, I was like, man, you got tons of material by himself. Oh, dude, like, I, I barely even looked at my book morning. one time just to get a name of somebody. He's like, I was like, man, I, I, what do I got, 20, 30 minutes? They're like, six. So I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I ever went that hour. That was awesome. So. And I like you did it as Al Bundy up there, too. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, gotta, I, loved, I loved the onstage characters, you know, that's why... <laughs> We, you know, we created uh, our personas and, and Deep Member came about and all that, you know, as uh, Seth D. Baker's a guy with an acoustic guitar, you know, and and and, and Deep Member is a whole other entity of <laughs> delightment. Yeah, I get to do I like and say you, some things. I like I, that word you chose, delightment. Delightment, yes. <laughs> it starts with a D. Yeah. It's always fun when you start with a D. <laughs> Do you ever get to the point where your personalities start to fight with each other, and then you you, you get lost in your own mind? No, they Despite all get along. Clubbing. You know, they they smoke a lot of pot together, so it's all good. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I'm medical. Don't worry, I'm medical. You were I'm all legal here. For that one. Huh? You were raising your hand for that one. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah, mine mine, def- mine definitely fight. <laughs> Any Tyler Durden type situation? The what? Tyler Durden situation with us? <laughs> he wakes up with bruises all over his penis all the time. All over. <laughs> fell down the stairs. Echoey has actually not seen Fight Club. <laughs> Have you ever seen a third eye black eye? I mean, you can't even hardly pee out of it. It's so swollen shut. It's crazy. Be careful there now. <laughs> hey, I just speak the truth. <laughs> Those things keep do PG, happen. Keep PG-13. Oh, yeah, it's Comic-Con. PG. All, yeah, all I know. Is it? Uh, oh, we broke that rule a while ago. <laughs> well, our, ours is pretty toned DM down here. still. As far as a regular podcast goes, I still thought it was like toned down as long as... I'm like, oh, yeah, there is other people here. We're we not like, just like... 
at like a metal fest or by ourselves. <laughs> we had some kids walking by, like, and then they uh, <laughs> just stop, they stumble like, uh, anyway, just like abruptly change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, there are some good Batman costumes in there. Oh, okay, yeah, back to the butt fucking joke. Okay. <laughs> right, right. That's okay, Batman's always there to save the day, no matter where you are in life. <laughs> yeah, did you guys see the puking Batman? The what? The oh, puking Batman. so this right here, it's this little toy. Just picked it up here. I just figured something to hold this down. But basically, it's this little, like, almost Russian doll thing. You push a, push a button, and it basically vomits candy. It's all out of it because people are having so much fun with it. But, yeah. Right, right. It, t- it took one band for the candy to all go away. Just, go, <laughs> like, just violently, you know, like Batman after, like, Saturday morning or so. Make that money. Got a DUI on the Batmobile. Well, that's pretty much what a Comic-Con is. It's just a place to walk down the aisle and throw money at stuff. Yeah. Because that, that's really what it is. It's, it's just a flea market geared towards action figures and comic books yeah, and video games. Yeah, I walked into the main hall. I had to walk out real quick. Mm. There's lots of cool stuff in there. I haven't been there last hour. I just know I'm going to lose more money. Like, most of the stuff you see here, it's just stuff that's gathered up from the day. Well, it's like I always like, my main thing I like to do is I have to go find artwork that's kind of like very original that looks like, hey, this is like nobody else's. It's, even if it is characters like this right here. Where it's like you got Wolverine and Hulk, but it doesn't look like just any Wolverine and Hulk picture. It's pretty cool, yeah. you know. So I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I saw the Flash over here, dude. That was that's a cool. One. Yeah, that one's really awesome. Uh, there's some people we're trying to get on today, but don't know if like uh, we're gonna try and get Lopan four thousand on. We'll see what happens. But he check out his artwork, and then I've been actually talking about being on. But there is a uh, Bonks and Babes uh, Babbers, which they have some really good pixel art stuff. So check them out too. Yeah, I kind of thought, I was like, well, we can't really have these guys on because it's like right it, during the con because I'm like, oh, well, we're taking away from their sales hour. You know what I mean? They only got so much time to wheel and deal. This is like their main gig. Probably a couple of my favorite vendors right there. But um, as far as Sexy Zombie goes, uh, do you guys have any upcoming shows or anything like that? Nothing booked right now. Just kind of seeing how this rolls with the Comic-Con thing. You know, um, we all have, you know, it's it's tough having four members. I mean, we work really hard to make sure we get together and rehearse, but it's really hard coordinating four members who, mm-hmm. you know, uh, deep members got his minions. And, and I, I come all the way from from the valley, so I live down in Newman, mm-hmm. which is past Modesto on there in the, the cow shit land, you know. And <laughs> so I drive up here every other weekend to try to get some practice in. And uh, you know, and we've been we've been working on a lot of new stuff this year. So I mean. Which we set forth, to, set forth to do in this to, to, you know, revamp and everything like that and come back out strong. Um, so, I mean, when we book, we book, what, close to 50 shows through the year. But we yeah, want to have some yep. new material to enjoy that this time instead of just pounding it out. Yeah. We were taking our time working with Deep Member here. You know, he likes that he's, bring, he's bringing a lot of new material in. It's, it's been great. A lot more groove-oriented, I think. Um, I'm having a lot more fun uh wrapping my head around drums on it because I'm, I'm departed from the song. Like, when I talked to you guys before, like, I was coming up with a lot of riffs, showing Jay's, I was showing, showing Echo, and he was coming back. I was, yeah, I'm out every time. You're just too pretty either way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even flipped my hair at all yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, you just Gotta get your CC DeVille on. Thank you! No. <laughs> did you know that? Did, you, did, did he know that? Did he know about my uh, love for C.C. DeVille? If you'd ever let a man in. You know what? Because I have that same love for C.C. DeVille. Maybe so, you know, you. interconnected mentally. Yeah, that's, the, that's the reason I play guitar. I performed with him once, and, and dude's bad. Dude's a bad Dude, it's like, he's like one of the best guitar players. I love telling people that, too, because some people take offense to it for some reason. So I go like, oh, yeah, you know who's like one of the best guitar players of all time? C.C. DeVille. That's right. That's, that's specifically why my, when I, if I ever list you know, my idols and stuff you know i've got my you know the zach wilds of which it's pretty obvious there yeah you can't go wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, and then, and then Stevie Ray's and stuff like that, you know, for, for I don't want to say talent, but <laughs> CC DeVille's the whole reason for all this, all this as far as, as far as I, Echoey goes. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that they're out touring right now. Love I know. <laughs> I really want to go see them this year. They're, they're playing with um, Def Leppard, Leppard and... just got in trouble for, like, knocking in the middle of a press conference at the show, in, in the venue. They're, like, behind the little curtain. And he's like, bands, you know, glam bands like Poison and stuff like that have no substance. It's like, are you the biggest d- idiot? Def Leppard is a glam band. Exactly. Like, oh yeah, pour some sugar on me. That was a. Deep you're song. like the exact same thing as Poison. I don't mean that like, a, and that's not a bad thing. But I mean, like, dude, it's like you're in the same yeah. genre. How the hell do you think they made their money? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> you know, obviously that means they just raised themselves to some higher level. Exactly. Well, also, they were playing somebody else really cool too because Tesla. Oh yeah, Tesla. That was the one. Well, I, I was grew, like, I grew up with them in Elk, in, in Elk Grove, Sacramento. So yeah, oh, those no. boys, those boys were. De- I mean, we used to walk and run into them at the supermarket every day. Those and they're just like salt of the earth dudes. And, and I mean, and one, two of the greatest guitar tandem. You know, just playing guitar. Those dudes are so under, like, don't get the credit they deserve. Oh, I, yeah, that's yeah, one of the Brian coolest Lee. bands from, like, the 80s, early 90s. Absolutely. I actually, my buddy, I have a buddy from Sacramento, and um, he made some of the, like, uh, Tesla's newest music videos, I guess, are in the last 10 years or so. So you got to be friends with them, too. Nice. So I was like, that's pretty sweet. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, those dudes, are, those dudes, I mean, they're, they're absolutely the coolest, so... Yeah, that's a good. Other than the Def Leppard thing, that's a killer bill. <laughs> I know. Well, some of those I've seen Def Leppard before too, and they're like way better in concert than they are on the CDs. It's like, dude, where's all these guitar solos? Why aren't these recorded? Like, what the heck are you guys doing? This is so cool. I like, play more of this. That's right. You know, but I, I just I really want to go just to see Poison more than anything, and then Tesla as well. Oh yeah, yeah Poison still puts on a great show. I mean, I mean, I still can't get it up. Anytime one p- pops up on YouTube, I'm watching it like I'm right there, like, <laughs> showing them my. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I feel bad saying that. <laughs> Flashing my tits in there. You're like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Good for you! <laughs> Flashing his tits hey, at the laptop. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe the webcam's on. You know. Laptops need love, too. Uh, and SA's watching, so some, someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But, but as you can see, we have a lot of fun with what we do with our personas and with our love of the different types of music. I mean, uh... Uh, if Echo, he didn't have the, <laughs> it wouldn't be sexy zombie if he liked Kurt Hammett. Fuck that guy. <laughs> guy's irrelevant, it's, useless player ever. It's sexy zombie because he is a sexy man. man. But yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Kurt will eventually hear one of these and be like, I hope he does. That? He's like, who's that guy talking shit about me? <laughs> is that, I don't mean to curl bar in, is that the guy that kind of left the band like two weeks before a big show? Is that that dude? or? No. No, Kurt no, Hammett. Kurt Hammett is the guitar player for Metallica. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, it shows where I'm at. Fuck. <laughs> I know the medals. So there's yeah. so this standing argument that C.C. DeVille is a better guitar player than Kurt Hammett. Oh, okay. I'm just... Well, I'm on the C.C. DeVille All side. Right. That's okay, so... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just showed my ignorance. Okay, I, I like Metallica and all, but yeah, that just that just took away anyone that would have been mad at me for saying that about Kirk Hammett. For totally forgot about. You're welcome. Thank you for just. For just I took the bullet for you. It's kind of like when you step on a grenade and slip a couple times before you fall. I never watched a lot of Metallica. I never, never listened to a lot of Metallica. So it's just one of those. Yeah, I always liked them. Always respect for them. I never listened to a lot of them. So yeah, I just probably stepped another grenade just now. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're like backpedaling. Yeah. 
There's some reason why you want to jump on that. <laughs> See, well, what I like about the sexy zombie, though, is I like the fun factor. Because I've just kind of learned, like, the more and more I get farther in life, the more I just like bands that are having a really good time. And it's like, yeah. everything about it is just fun. You know, it's like, Nate's got the AL Storm t-shirt on. That, to me, represents, like, one of the funnest bands you can possibly see. See, look at look at that. Like, how is that not fun? Even if you don't even know what the band is, you can look well, at that T-shirt yeah, and it yeah. tells you exactly what you want. <laughs> Stain over there made a made a fan out of me showing me that that like videos of them. Those dudes. Oh yeah, the Elstorm. Yeah. And kind of coming up on uh, Van's Warp Tour, playing with Guar. I know. And TSOL. <laughs> Wind. And a bunch of other bands that I won't know of until the day I see them. <laughs> yep. But that's the cool thing about Warp Tours—they still do underground bands. That uh, that uh, the band we played, we opened up for last year, Dollskin, that was up here in Sonora. Oh, yeah. They they got a leg of the Warp Tour. They just nice. released another album. Those girls were rocking. We got to open up for them. Right. Of course, we could be their grandfathers. I know that was a little, <laughs> that was a little creepy because they're all like seventeen. Great musicians. It's okay. You guys pull out the winger song. She's only seventeen. <laughs> Actually, one of the covers we've talked about doing. Yeah, it is. It is mm-hmm. We've talked about doing. Winger was another underrated band. It is. Dude, yeah, they are. And, and everybody knows it's Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. That's why Winger's got a bad name. That's okay though. That probably's got a lot more albums sold because people are like, I got to figure out who these Winger fellows are. <laughs> you know, they get that thing. It's like. Well, Beavis and I don't like them, but maybe, maybe there's something there. I've got to buy it anyways. Because it was back in the day before you do you could just go check it out online. So you had to physically go out and buy it. That's right. Yeah, better to buy the album than the Playgirl. <laughs> you had choices at one time period. You had to spend that money wisely. It was buying that magazine that time. <laughs> You're like, I thought this was the one of girls in it. <laughs> the weird thing is, I just got a subscription to it. It just, it just happened. I just yeah. <laughs> this this is mine. <laughs> this isn't mine. This isn't mine. Oh, you want me to throw that away? No, 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 don't throw it away. <laughs> Laura just walks in. Uh, can you explain it. this? <laughs> um, I want to see other models so I can find my own path in life and learn from their success. <laughs> Goals. Goals. It's okay. Remember, Tom Morello was a male stripper before no he way. was in Raging's Machine. That's yeah. true. Yep. Is this a fun fact or is this an alternative fact? No, this is a real fact. (laughs) Is that some fake news? Is that fake news? (laughs) No, real news. When he originally moved out to LA, he needed a little gig, so there was a period where he was like a male stripper. Wow. I mean, if you haven't fucked your dick out for money, you haven't really been hungry. At Old Man Orange Productions. It was when he was in that. What was the band? Lockup. Yeah, Lockup. That with that band before Rage Against Machine. Oh, made up for that Metallica comment, knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> we still have I our come facts. back with something, <laughs> yeah, a few things here and there. He'll pull a really random band out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? It's kind of weird because you just picture Tom Morello like now, yeah, and coming out flying on a guitar like a superhero, yeah. yelling his bull is on parade, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. now, Yes. I didn't know, Stane, if you were talking about your, your, your uh, in the artwork, stuff like that, you like that special pieces. That's one of the, things, the other reasons why we have that we've taken a step back on, on gigs and stuff like that is from doing things like that, art markets, stuff like that that we're trying to... Yeah, we're working on, uh, so you guys know the facility up there where we did Black Bomb, and that yeah. went over pretty well for that night. Um, so I approached landlords about wanting to do uh, like a, an art market. 
they're not sure about the zoning up there for like vendors and stuff. So we're gonna probably do a more community oriented and call it like a rummage sale or something. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be pretty awesome. And so a hostess stage, like people just you know, if you got a table, bring it. You know, no specific vendors, but <clears throat> people have artwork and stuff like that. We just kind of treated like that, like an open yard sale for high end rummage. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah, a lot, like, there's a lot of great artists. People feel that make some great art up here. Yep. So just like a big center, picture a big centralized yard sale at our place in the afternoons on a Sunday with some live music. Yeah, I think that's a really cool idea, especially if you know it's kind of a little bit more. It's not just, I guess, like a flea market necessarily with just like a bunch of people's junk. You can almost yeah. have more like, hey, here's somebody with some cool pots or this person's got some drawings or, you yeah. know, some jewelry. And, you know, maybe even have a couple. I don't know if you can have food vendors or anything like that. Does that take another that's permit? A, that's, where, that's why we're also going to be hosting the barbecue part of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, we're, it's funny because being, being in Tuolumne County and opening a business, I've done it before. And it's just like you, you want to cater to the community, but it's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Some things you have to use titles for. So it's like I just want to get some people together who can sell their art while we play some music and eat some food. So to do that, we have to call it a community music recital. <laughs> a recital? Yes. Yeah, we'll call it a recital. Recital of the a arts. Community, yeah, and rummage sale Slash. barbecue. Yeah. Slash. Slash barbecue. Surprised they let you get away with barbecue. You think it's still like something, like, you know, like rotisserie <laughs> artisan. Yeah, we could call it that. Well, it might sound too fancy for Tuolumne County now. <laughs> the Wiener Rummaging Fest or something. That's like County. <laughs> it's got to have Wiener in the name. Rummage my Wiener. So, <laughs> That's what it should be called, Rummage my Wiener. There we go. We got we got hot dogs and we got art and we're doing a rummage sale. There you go. Rummage yeah. my way. And if you keep it community oriented, just keep it open people so they can know nothing hinky is going on. They're like these guys are legit or whatever. They'll be behind it, you know. And the thing is that um, uh, the county, uh, you know, they could redo the zoning and we could possibly do vendors up there. But just having a casual good time and community oriented, it's going to cost me less money. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to put it on. But yeah, so, it's always the thing. You got to get around all those weird loopholes of like making sure everything's good so that nobody says anything. You can't so, and, and we got a lot of good old boys up here in Tuolumne County who are great musicians. And they are there for the cause and they'll help us figure it out in the long run, you know, whatever we need to do to make, you know, because they know we're legit and that we want to do music. We want to teach music to kids and vets and anybody else, yeah. and anybody else who wants to use music as a, an art form in their life and uh, being able to host like... Uh, host, you know, part of it's hosting ourselves. It's a little selfish. Let's let's not <laughs> let's not lie no about it. Yeah. It's like what, what? featuring sexy zombie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important to have that kind of advertising, though. You know what I mean? And it's like not only are you advertising yourself, you got stuff there that people come to every week or, or every time it's there, and there'll be all kinds of different stuff to do. Yep, yeah, exactly. And that and and we uh, know that there's a community people out there who help us uh, get to where we need to go with that. Really? And here's McDougal's Old Time Kettle Corn. I'm sorry, I was just taken <laughs> by his van as he came by. And I just like we, I was like, yeah, there's a muffler right behind us. Yeah, I was like, there to st- <laughs> <laughs> You could probably feel the heat wave yeah. of it. That's why I was like, you gotta be kidding me, really? <laughs> if it had tinted windows, we'd be a bit more nervous. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a van job. He He's like, I'll job. get rid of this sexy zombie. I'll put him. Just <laughs> give him a deep van job right now. <laughs> he offered me candy. <laughs> it, it He's like, you want to get in the van, little the boy? <laughs> it was a candy van, kind of. It was a popcorn van. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You want some candy, like, little boy? <laughs> He's like, little candy boy? corn. He can't, he's having trouble luring him with the kettle corn. He has to go to candy or ice cream. You like sugar and, and nicotine? Hey. 
<laughs> kind of reminds me, there was this kid running around here who was dressed as Hugh Jackman, and he had, like, mutton chops. But from a distance, I just like, does that kid literally, oh, he's dressed as Wolverine. I literally thought this kid was, like, 10 years old. It's like, mutts. what is he doing, taking testosterone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a full-on beard. <laughs> I'm like, I'm afraid of what this kid will become later in life. Right? And the, the other 10 kids that walked by needed some of what he had. <laughs> exactly. They were in their 20s, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she just walks up like, got any smokes, bub? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, God, he's going to be like the next evolution of man by the time he's 25. <laughs> Makes his own chew out of, like, tree bark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just takes a bite of an oak tree and just yeah. starts chewing up and spitting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, that's Savage. one manly child there. <laughs> what, arm wrestle? No, I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm good. my arm broken today. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> But uh, I, think they, I think in the long of the, did we ever answer the question about uh, I think we just circled around the fact that we really don't have any shows coming up and then made uh, a bunch of excuses as why yeah you know, let, <laughs> let I, us I jumped know. on a couple of landmines along the way yeah. yeah we're also working on another project uh, tentatively called Elbow Grease and that's gonna we talked about that last time about mm-hmm. doing the covers all of us you know we will uh, we'll, we'll trip to our third personality and go do some uh some casino Cover, gig or yeah, something. Some, some classic nice. covers and stuff. Hit some casinos, make some money, so that we can continue doing our original music. So we've been working on that too, and that's a lot of hard work uh, with a uh, member coming up here every two weeks. You know, we've <laughs> trying to remember. Uh, <laughs> my short-term <laughs> memory loss comes in and kicking in every day. You know. You guys could become the Poison Cover Band. Make already, a done, bit. already done. Already yeah. done. Check it out on YouTube. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Halfway there. That's right, yeah. Already there. <laughs> yeah, we got at least, what, three songs in the set or four? For Poison? Yeah. Oh, I could do any of them. Uh, yeah, I think. Like, at any point, I could, uh, I'll pull out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just can't remember all the words. Album is, and you don't even have to give me the name. Just give me the, t- the track number, and I'll be like, oh, I got that one. <laughs> You're just prepared for the call when CeCe DeVille's like, I can't make it. You're going to have to come in, dude. <laughs> dude You're going to have to come in. Can you fly in tonight? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I grew up. I grew up planning for that. First, I said when I got to meet him, I turned into a little schoolgirl. But, <laughs> but, st- but I mean, but yeah, that's the whole. That's literally what I practiced for, just in case. Just a Rocky Four montage of that. <laughs> See, Sadly, there, yes. Just playing in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> There was a period about like eight years ago where I had my hair like bleach blonde, oh. and when I was when I was living in San Francisco, it was right when like Brett Michaels like TV show finally came out, and he was starting to get popularity again. Because before that, that was the, almost like the dark years of Poison, where like they were just hidden in the shadows and like almost like a forgotten band. They're like they're just all washed up. That's what I used to hear in high school. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, they kind of boomed once again. Like like I guess every the same thing with Motley Crue. They got this. They had the same problem too. But, That's right. And then they boomed later on. But people would always drive by in San Francisco and yell out the window like Brett. Michaels! <laughs> <laughs> Good times. It's a pretty man, though. <laughs> could have been worse. They could have thought you were Edgar Winter. Yeah. <laughs> um, that did happen. Or no, it was Johnny, Johnny Winter. Winter. Yeah. There was one time. That's me- even uglier. <laughs> Poor old man. Oh, this was kind of a, we talked about it once on the podcast or so, but this was kind of a funny story. Was me and my buddy were down in um, Isla Vista, down by Santa Barbara, and down there was kind of weird because there was like nobody over the age of 30. Everybody was like in that college age of maybe 17 to 28 or so. And we're just, we're hanging off a couple buddies down there. We're just, we're going to go down to an offspring show and everything like that. And we're like, let's go get some pizza or something like that. So we're at this place getting pizza and we're standing in line waiting. And there's just this old, old, old crusty man there who's probably been the guy who's lived in Isla Vista his entire life. Like never left, never grew up, I guess you could say. He stayed in Neverland and just aged with it. <laughs> And he turns around, he looks at me, and he's all like, you look like that Johnny Winters fella. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then he turns back around, 
And then he turns and he looks at my friend Cisco, who's a big kind of tall Mexican guy with a, almost like, we just call it like a Jufro. I don't know how else you... A half-fro. Kind of going up and it just stops I and then kind of like... back. I know, sags over. I know and he, Cisco. Yeah, yeah, Nate knows Cisco. Well, he looks at Cisco and he just goes, I'm going to kick you in the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> and we just kind of go, oh, let's go sit back down and we'll get back up and get drinks later. <laughs> and I remember Cisco looks at me and he's like, well, I guess that's what people think, the difference between you and me now. <laughs> Maybe he's like, this boy's tanner than me. I don't like it none. <laughs> I don't like him in my Isla Vista. <laughs> wow. That was the only time I got the Johnny Winters thing. So it's clearly he probably didn't know who Brett Michaels was. He was probably too old. Yeah. <laughs> Do you got your well, own chair now? Well, it yeah. came prepared. Yeah, th- those Spider-Man chairs are—they're a little bit much. Yeah. Oh, there you go. They make good for set pieces. That's that's what I mean. It's a talking piece. I mean, it's very inviting. I'll give it that. Is it because it's named a spider chair? No. I don't even think that's what it's called. We just call it that. We just call it because it's just like a, it's called a, bun a hammock. It's like a, it's, like a, it's like a Spider-Man hammock almost. That's really what it's called? No, we it's just call it. what it says is the bunjo. Oh, it's what shit. I call my underwear. Spider, <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> hammock. Oh, that's <laughs> Holds my eight inches of fun. Hold your web slinger. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. You got to put, put cartridges in it every once in a while. Yeah. Keep it reloaded. Yeah, yeah. Like I need my testosterone keep shots. Them, I keep them wrapped in in my you know shirt sleeve like a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case I eat some. You never know; it might come in handy. Got to be prepared. Dude, you got Sam's Cola there, like living the dream. Absolutely, yeah. You know you're living the dream. That's some, that's <laughs> some good choices in life that, that bring you to that right there. I just saw the color scheme in the corner of my eye. I thought it was a Coors Light for a second. I, I yeah. actually do that at, at work. That's why I love walking around with those because I was like. What is that? And I'm like, I've been drinking since nine. <laughs> <laughs> now my Sam's Cola, that is. <laughs> Surprised it's not like Sam's beer by this point. Exactly. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, I know Sam didn't want beer in Walmart when he was alive, and then he passed away, and they're like, guess what we're doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a ginormous wall of alcohol the second that you leave Walmart. The old man's gone. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> They're just chucking his body into a grave. Like, guess what? We're going to make so much money. Because what does the target audience of Walmart love? That's right. Yep. <laughs> Booze and panties. <laughs> they like that shit, and they like it cheap. Yeah, I don't want to pay more than $3 for my panties yeah. now. And I want to be able to That's the weird part is the beer and the panties taste exactly the same. <laughs> Where's my Keystone Light? <laughs> yeah. I want 36 beers, and I don't want to pay more than $15. (laughs) Well, then your beer doesn't come with an underwire. I want want my beer to taste like it was filtered through a bunch of underwear. (laughs) Nice. I feel a song coming out on that one. (laughs) The Keystone Panties song? Yes. He, he look, he's thinking about it. He's going. It's running. It's going running. Going to town now. He wakes up tomorrow morning. There's going to be like ten songs about it tomorrow morning. <laughs> we'll just pick the best one. It's going to be like an anthology album. It's going to yeah. continue on. Just called Panties Burr. And there's a store. Be like one of those like old like um, Ode to Walmart, like Outlaw Western, like where there's like a story involved and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. like, like spaghetti strap like Western. That. Yeah, like it's not even really like a song. Song. It's almost more just like a story with music behind it. Well, I was going down the, <laughs> the down the Walmart the other day and I saw myself some cheap ass panties and I was thinking to myself, you know, boy, I could use some Keystone Line. And I got the Keystone Line. <laughs> That's and a I was hell of a deal. 
And then you have where it's like, and the ghost of Sam was chasing me down. Coming back to me, telling me I shouldn't buy the alcohol from Walmart. <laughs> I said, Sam, fuck you. Get out of my way. It's 15 bucks right here. I got my keystone light. It just picks back up again. <laughs> This, this gold material. See, you you never know. See, that's where I always think that a Western band is the fact that like I just feel like that would be one of the easiest bands just to write music for. Now I know probably somebody who's really in the country is going to look at you like bullshit. Like you're going to really know that. But at the same time, I don't know. I just feel like, dude, you just got to write a bunch of fun, weird lyrics and then play three chords behind it, and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the Johnny, I mean Johnny Cash was the master of that. It, 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 Especially at the end there, yeah. satirical stuff. I mean, talking to that phallic thing. I, I was <laughs> looking at it before. It's like, what's with the musician not knowing how to use the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he plays guitar mainly. When I realize if I say something really stupid, I'd be like, oh no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like Johnny Cash. I mean, all the covers and stuff he did of everything from Soundgarden and all that stuff. At the end, they were brilliant. But then a lot of his stuff was just storytelling, mm-hmm. and that's what makes his stuff uh, stuff amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that would be, and this guy right here could pull that off. Yeah, he is working actually on a, an anthology of our origin. Yeah, origin story, uh, the the theme song of Sexy Zombie. I was actually <laughs> kind of hoping he'd so, <laughs> surprise us and pull that. Uh, yeah, I, I almost you I, like you Jethro Tall. <laughs> before I knew it, <laughs> Jethro Tall song. Before I knew it, and the hour was up. You know, and I was like, oh man, there's so many songs I haven't even played yet. So <laughs> I was trying to like play the good ones. But, <laughs> but instead, we just played all the ones we like. We weren't even going to use like the lost tracks. That like, yeah. well, that's what I do mainly acoustically is all the ones that, that don't fit one of my bands. All the ones that everybody and else tells me, no, we're not playing that song. I do them on my own. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, that's crap. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll play it alone then. So you're like doing the George Harrison thing when like Paul and John tell you, no, we can't use that song. You're like, whatever, I'll just save them all. And so the second that we break up, guess who's having a big just double play, LP? I'll just go play with everybody else. <laughs> Okay, that's the first thing you know. It's like the Beatles break up, and it's like George Harrison comes up with this like humongous album. And you're like, well, that must have been like all the songs that he was not allowed to play. Uh, yeah. They're like, sorry, George, it's not good enough. But Octopus's Garden was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's the one he. That's the card he always throws down. Ringo was like, but I get to say pass. <laughs> Dolts played the drums. I never like, brought a lot of music with him that uh, yeah he'd been playing for years that nobody else really liked and. Like, you know, I had some songs that we played, like we played tonight. She's too cool. Used to be in, a, in another band that we used to do that, like every every time we played somewhere. And you know, I had people always asking for the songs that I wrote. And uh, the other the other two members, they just no, we're not playing that one tonight. We're not gonna play that. And it's like, well, why not? People are asking for it, you know. And that's why I'm no longer in those bands <laughs> anymore. We found people that wanted to do the material, and you know. And I'm having a hell of a fun doing it, you know. So, I, mean, I, I at one point I was in like eight bands. Now I'm only in like four, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, Se- but sexy zombie is to me one of you know like my main focus right now is is getting these guys back up and doing what they were doing before I got with them because, I mean, everywhere I went there they were every every show that was coming up and they'd be like, hey, we're, we you guys want to play? <laughs> they, you know, they'd be calling me, hey, you want to bring one of your bands? And then, you know, and I'd say, well, who's there? And they'd say, well, Sexy Zombie's there. And I'm, I'm saying, fuck, okay, let's do it, you know? If they're going to be there, then I want to be there too. So when I saw a chance to uh, throw it out there that, I, hey, I'd love to get involved, and, and it worked out, man. I just I just couldn't, you know, couldn't believe it. So I'm just happy that these guys are interested in me as much as I'm interested in them. So. Okay. That was a little gay, <laughs> Hey, a little bit. <laughs> Be a little more seductive next I'll time. I'll snuggle you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Boys, I have some other commitments I got to get to, so I'm going to go start breaking down my stuff. Well, yeah, I was thinking about getting that period anyways. We'll wrap it all up so you yeah. guys can get everything broken up mm-hmm. and broken down yeah, and send equipment. away. We'll leave it to Miner to break that tension. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to end this. <laughs> you need to just get a van and collect some children <laughs> that like you can just like release out, and they just kind of run out and start breaking everything down and setting things up. And then you tell them, get back in the van, get back in the van. Well, the children in my closet haven't been fed all day, so I'm kind of getting worried about them. You know, like they didn't have a whole lot of water. So just chuck a can of coke in there. You're uh, good. Close the door. Those little gerbil water feeders—they only last so long, you know. <laughs> See, that's what makes. And me laugh. they're all fighting for the because there's only one, so they're all fighting for it. <laughs> they gotta fight over. So half the time I get in there, three of them are already dead. You're like, damn it! I have to go get new children. Gotta get them while they're warm. You know? I guess you don't have to feed the one for the next couple of weeks, though. So it's true. It's true. You know what makes me kind laugh? of their own cleanup crew. <laughs> you look at a van, and a lot of times on like the back door, they have child safety locks on there and you're like they're like we know our audience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna deny it who, bu- who buys the big vans with no windows you can see in the back you know that's the beauty is that's the same audience that we're working to every night <laughs> <laughs> they're good people if you get to talk to them really yeah. you just gotta get to know them you get past all the just go to the parking lot just see a sea of like white vans with tinted windows <laughs> Uh, if you look oh, over there, that's no, what no, I'm no, hauling no, all my no, equipment in. <laughs> Tented window white van. Uh, yep. There it is. I call it the family van, so that way people believe it's the family that's in there. You know, it becomes like the deadheads of like sexy zombie. They like follow you around everywhere. <laughs> Just oh. fornicating all over. <laughs> you guys disgust me. I can't believe you're talking about this stuff. It starts to tie into like Nambla and everything. Ten year olds listening. See, this is a Christian show. What are you doing? They had a filthy edge when when that when I joined up, but uh, (laughs) I just can't help it. I just take it to the next level every chance I get. You know. (laughs) They just take this to eleven member. It's it's a double meaning. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, thank you guys for coming out for sure and doing this with us today. Oh, well, thanks for having us here to do well, the show, and we got to talk to you and all kinds of other cool yeah, people. In the future, we'll try and get you guys on board with more of the Amp Guild stuff. It's, I can, if you guys are interested, we'll keep doing it. Definitely. We always are. Definitely thanks again for coming, in, for coming on and also just inviting us. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. guys. Thanks. Absolutely. Well, cool. yeah, thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, guys. You want to throw out uh, where you can find Sexy Zombie the easiest? Facebook right now. Everybody's Facebooking it. You know I mean? You can... And that and SoundCloud, right? You can hear some, yeah, old, we have a some old live stuff. Facebook, uh, and Instagram. Sexy Zombie Official is pretty much the tag on anything. If you go to Twitter, Instagram, you know, at Sexy Zombie Official. And you can contact us there. Um, on any of those places or Facebook. Mostly I do business through Facebook right now because I'm old and I don't under, understand you kids and all your other ways you do your Twitter contraptions and Twitter things yeah the new music will be coming soon we'll get we'll get on that recording right away yep, yep. So I heard Twitter out. feed you know and I got hungry <laughs> we look forward to it we're working Thank with our fidget spinners right now thanks well cool guys take care thank, thank you. you check out sexy zombie
Well, hello and welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. I'm Ryan Duggan, and we're at the Sonora Comic Con, the first Sonora Comic Con, and we're interviewing one of the bands just played. So you guys want to introduce yourself, say what you play, and um, explain anything you want to the audience? Yeah, sure. My name's Grover. I'm, I'm the lead singer of Grover Anderson, which is, is the band. Yeah. I'm Josh Serto. I play drums and do a lot of the arranging for the band. I'm Marshall Henry. I'm really the morale guy that when everybody wants to quit, I kind of come in with a bunch of drugs and I just get everybody in a good mood so we can make it for the next show. Well, and you might remember Marshall Henry because he's an Old Man Orange alumni. Me and him were in a band called Them Strangers Together, which you can check out on oldmanorange.com for all kinds of fun stuff there. But, so you guys just had your set. It was a nice one. It was really cool. I really dug the music. Had a good time with it. We're at this interesting section of like the end of the Comic-Con, so it's kind of like as people either enter or leave, they see us. Well, it's kind of a challenge because they walk by, if they can stop for like half a song, you're like, yes, I've won today. That's my little victory for this 30-minute session. <laughs> Maybe we should put some comic books and some like art outside so they stop and like browse a little bit longer. That's about the Flash picture in the Batman, the bomb is candy right here. <laughs> oh, is there real candy in it? Yeah, just push the little bat emblem. And his mouth spins. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. That's I feel like a rat. This is very oh, right. fast, but... <laughs> Um, if they could put science food in there that you could live off of, that's all you would need. Wow. Yeah. A little soylent in there and you're just good to go. <laughs> it's almost like a weeble wobbler. What are those British ones? The things that like pop together and stack? Are those Russian doll things. <laughs> are they, is that what they are? They're Russian? I thought they were British this whole time. Either or, you know. Yeah, makes sense. See you next year. Oh, yeah. We got people coming by waving at us. Hey, so, well, anyway. Tell us all about the band. How'd you guys get started? What was your influences? That kind of fun stuff. Oh, Lordy. Well, I, I mean, I, I used to live in Santa Barbara, and I, I played really uh, mediocre pop music at the bars in Santa Barbara for a long time. And I was like, well, I could probably try writing something that I, enjoy, I would actually listen to. So I started writing a little more country-style music, a little more folk stuff. And uh, then eventually I, I uh, met up with Josh. Josh joined the group, and he actually gave it some direction. Yeah. So I met Grover and Murphy about five, six years ago. Is that right? And uh, he was one of the different girls at the time, but I sat in and we got to know each other. And then that guy ended up moving down to Southern California, so I just swooped right in and have been doing it ever since. Yeah, it's been pretty nice. And then Marshall. No, I, I would really rather have you tell on me the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> Marshall's the newest member of the band. And how did we meet? I, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm very forgettable that way. Actually, um, I met the way all good people meet people through Josh. Yes, through Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the rest was really just kind of a storybook romance. It was really wowed by first my appearance, second my ability, and third my undying charm. Uh, which we can really go into, but you know, let's, let's, keep, let's keep it over the center here. The mystery is the exciting part, I think. Yeah, you just keep finding out more and more. It's, it's like an onion, you know, you peel back the layer, you cry a little, until finally there's nothing left except you and your naked body. <laughs> standing exactly. So glad we're doing this. <laughs> well, see, you came up to Sonora and the country thing, but did it all just like intermingle together that way? Yeah, yeah, it, it worked out pretty naturally. I mean, I grew up in Murphy's, so. Oh, okay. I, I well, grew never up mind. listening to like, you know, very, very 90s country. I was a Garth Brooks kid. Ah. So it, it just worked out that way eventually. And then apparently there was other music, and I started listening to it when I actually like, got out of, you know, Calaveras County. And that was when you went to Santa Barbara? Santa Barbara, and you're like, oh, there's there's cool indie stuff that I had never heard of in my very small town. And what part of Santa Barbara were you in? Uh, I mean, I was right there in IV for a while. I, okay. I just, uh, I, we, we lived, I went, for the four years I went to school there, and then um, eventually I moved downtown to a really like dingy apartment with, I ended up living with two guys who were in an indie band called Gardens and Villa, or Gardens and Villa, I don't know. And then, uh, 
and a, a lady named Idea the Artist, a lady, she's like my age. That makes sense, really old. <laughs> but, um, and it was like this really cool music house where we all lived, we'd all like try out stuff for each other, and then uh, it got too expensive, so I moved back up here. I like how I asked the Santa Barbara thing, I'm like, I hope he mentions the only part I know of that area. It was convenient. Whoa, we have tunes. Cool tunes. Synthesizers, baby. So, okay, you're in Santa Barbara, you're kind of playing different types of music there, finding all kinds of indie bands, different things. That's kind of a neat town. I remember, like, the one thing that I took away from it was how many bicycles are everywhere. Everywhere. And bicycles, and every once in a while there's, like, that one guy in the group who's the longboarder, and that was me. Like, I was always in my flip-flops riding skateboards around town like an idiot. Uh, but it felt really cool, so um, bikes and skateboards were the only way to around town. Bicycles, but pretty much like wash them on shore, like dead animals. Oh yeah, bicycles, you know, bicycle, bicycle, sea lion, bicycle. Right, they're they're just yeah. Yeah. Is this a band or is this just loud music being played? Or is it just a man with no shirt on giving thumbs up? Watch, we gotta have you dressed like this guy during the set. Yeah, just no shirt, shorts. Check. No problem. Yeah. I'm actually gonna. Is this band? Just like a drummer and a guy? It's two guys. Yeah. I say a guy because I don't know what else he does yet. We're, yeah, we're, we're still investigating. Whatever he's, he's playing through a, a track sounds pretty cool though. Check, 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 check. Well, that makes it loud. Give us your life story here. Oh, the life story? I went to high school here at Somerville High and was stuck around here for a while, then I went down to the Bay Area for university. Um, I was at Marino for a while, out in Virginia for a while, out in Norfolk. Uh, what are you doing in Virginia? I used to work for Decipher, which is a company that made, so when Magic was all the rage in the late 90s, uh -huh. Decipher made a game called the Star Wars Customizable Card Game. And uh, I helped with that, I was in Virginia, that's where they were headquartered. So I traveled to the convention and promote that game. Hey, guess who got his book at this convention? If you had to pick one person out of this group, who, who set up this gig today? Yeah. <laughs> now, that was the Star Wars, the card game from the yeah. 90s. Ah, sweet. And they made the Star Wars and the Star Trek card game. Oh, and okay. when everyone was jumping on board with CCGs at the time, trying to make every license they could, they, I was I was part of that mess. <laughs> I'm just now learning this. I've known you like for four years. I'm just now learning this. Yeah. Well, see, that's, that's what you get to learn on a podcast. <laughs> okay, so you're in Virginia. You were doing the card thing for a while, making the Star Wars and the Star Trek, or working on that. Yeah. And then, where do you go from there? Um, from there, I went back to Reno, and then was between Sonora here and then Sacramento for a while. So between going to school and trying to play music in those two different spots. You, know? you got to love the two combined together, music and you know, comics and everything like that. Yeah, yeah professional nerd, nerding and, uh, and uh, comic books and drums. It's great. <laughs> it's a perfect combo, I think. For sure. Well, Marshall, since you know some people might not know your origin stories, so he also didn't he also do our main theme song? Oh yeah, Marshall oh, yeah, is the one who does the main old man orange theme song. It all comes full circle. Oh, I forgot. I'm, I'm gonna have to. He's gonna figure out where that royalty check yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> it's right about there. That's kind of when the other band started up, and it just blew out everything. See, watch. I'll let you hear what it sounds like. Okay. Three hundred and five hundred percent the album. <laughs> I'm a pretty simple guy. I just work for a biotech company and I fly between countries, manufacturing, creating, and 
Yeah, you can make out what we're saying, but it is definitely the lower notes of the sound wave. But I also think we also had a second tactical difficulty going on. I think that the microphone recorder was not plugged all the way in, so it wasn't technically recording exactly out from the PA system, but more from its own microphone on the system. So yeah, multiple things going on there, definitely true, so... Yeah, we'll just have to get these guys on again and do a better one. But I guess that's what's bound to happen at some point. Tactical difficulties are always there, so... Well, you got something, and I think that's what matters. Well, till then, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes, and this is Old Man Orange Podcast. Check out more at oldmanorange.com. Philip Marshall Cates was born in Carolina, went to school in England. Philip and Samantha married on his farm Before the harvest season he was scheming His worshipped father died a great war hero At night he'd lie in bed and clutch his silver stars and eagles He was scheming Back abroad in London, Philip Marshall Cates Met an old explorer Climbed the Ural Mountains, crossed Sahara's dove the ocean, spoke of more, oh, he spoke of more. So one night, Philip abandoned poor Samantha, future Smoky Mountain old maid. And as he dark departed, Sun Lysander joined his father as a stowaway, he spoke of more. But tonight, don't cry for Samantha, mother and bride. Yeah, she holds a black and white photograph that fades away She still works the farm And she remembers her baby in her arms The babe that left her barren And the man who drove her early gray And they all take respite in the thought of coming home one day And Lysander carried south to work for merchants out of Quito. Son translated, father wore a gun and fended off banditos. He grew weak though. Then in 18 years, they worked every job from here to Argentina. Every woman, a distortion of the last time they'd seen her. He grew weak though. But tonight, don't cry for Samantha, mother and bride. Here yeah, she holds a black and white photograph that fades away. She still works the farm, and she remembers her baby in her arms. The babe that left her barren, and the man who drove her early gray. They all take respite in the thought of coming home one day.
Lysander, Kate spent over 30 months and traveled north to Raleigh. Gasping when he saw Samantha bedridden, rheumatized and gnarly, he said, I'm sorry. But it's been seven years since father was gunned down by gauchos out to rob our cocaine. And when I got out of jail for killing every last one, I started home again. Oh, mother, I'm sorry. Old Samantha Cates was buried in the shadow of the church bell tower. And when he took his life, Lysander's body landed there amongst her flowers. But tonight, don't cry for Samantha, mother and bride. Yeah, she holds a black and white photograph that's faded away She still works the farm And her baby has outgrown her arms The fields are never barren And the men come in for supper After a long, hard day And they all take respite in the thought of coming home Thanks for listening to the Old Man Orange Podcast. Check out our website at oldmanorange.com for even more podcasts, cartoons, videos, music, and more. Send us an email at oldmanorangepodcast at yahoo.com. Be sure to subscribe, share, rate, and review us on iTunes, Podomatic, or any of the other fine sites we might be located on. And if you want to help out even more, click on the Amazon or GameStop links on our webpage before you make any purchases there. Won't cost you a penny, but it sends us a little something our way. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week to Old Man Orange.